Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Raindrops on roses and whiskers on kittens. Bright copper kettles and warm woolen mittens. Brown paper packages tied up with strings. These are a few of my favorite things. Hey, everybody. Welcome to our favorite things. This is the 2018-2019 Tony Awards season favorite thing. We are with our wonderful historian once again, Brian Hobgood. Brian, how long have you been seeing theater in New York City? Dear Lord. Uh, I mean, on my <laughs> on my own for over a decade. But I mean, since I was a kid, since I was two, three, my parents used to take me to see Broadway shows. Were you always obsessed with Tony Awards, too? Always. So the... the, the competitive nature of Always. it as well. Oh, yeah. I love an award show, but the, the Tonys take the cake. I love that. Do you do the same thing for like the Oscars and the Emmys, like where you come yeah. up with your predictions of what's going to win and be nominated? Not to the same extent. I don't see all of the movies that are eligible, and certainly not all of the TV shows that are eligible for yeah, Emmys. Right. It's no. impossible. How do you so, who do does that? that? take a whole lifetime. And the list of like Emmys is like oh, 20 yeah. pages yeah. long. I mean, I'll do certain categories where it's like, okay, you know kind of the, the 10 or 11, right. you know, competitors. Right. Um, yes. Best foreign language documentary under five minutes long. Yeah, <laughs> right, it's right, right, like, right. no thanks. Yeah. I was I nominated that up. for I just that. Made that. I was up. hoping I was going to win this year <laughs> for my documentary about the Polish seamstresses. Oh, yes. I mean, sew it into my heart. That was... <laughs> thank you. Thank, no, thank you, Rob. It's black and white and handheld, so I hope you all see it. Um, what was the first Broadway show you ever saw? I think... I think it was Peter Pan mm-hmm. when I was really young to the point where I don't remember yeah. it. I think that's what my mom took me to. The The first one that I remember was Beauty and the Beast oh. with the original cast oh, back yeah. in like oh. 1994. Yeah. So that would have been seven years old then. Yeah. Oh, very cool. Yeah. It's coming back. I'm Ooh, so excited. Well, I'm surprised. I know, I'm yeah. excited about it. Dream casting for Belle and the Beast. Let's go. Oh, I hadn't even thought about it. <sighs> Hugh Jackman, Beast. Oh, Sudden oh, Foster Bell. Yeah, sure. And they can do it in rep with music. Yeah. music man. <laughs> at, at the Muni. It'll be a play out of town at, at the, the Muni. At the, at the and Muni. then they'll bring it in. It'll be, the, it's going to be Do you fabulous. think that it's a, whole, it's a whole new creative team, right? So it's a whole new production? or were they, Yeah. Were they, yeah, okay. Yeah. Good. I would assume it's I mean, a whole I, new creative team. I think so. I think I remounting what that, they did in the 90s while charming in the 90s might not I play think, yes. so well I today. think that's sort of what I was going for. I think yeah. people might yeah. be like, this is from Hershey Park and... Do you know what I mean? Like, no, you know, no, exactly. like direct transfer from Hershey what Park. Was it the, the first show, right? Yeah. No, the, yeah. Although I will say some of those Disney theme park shows are quite good. I'm gonna, uh, I won't go on the record. I'm gonna say this. I think the Frozen. Frozen show. I was just gonna say this. And Disneyland is better than the Frozen. One thousand percent. And no I, I was just in Disney World, uh, Disney World of Florida, and I saw the the Finding Nemo show, and I was, I was actually blown away. by I it. love the Nemo show there. Yeah, mm-hmm. they oh, updated, and, so they, and good. it's just so. It's I was so impressed by the performances too. They were, they were full out. I mean, they do like twenty shows a day, and they were giving it everything. So shout out to them. I must ask, in theme of this show, did anyone see? the original Broadway production of Victor Victoria. I didn't. No, I was not in New York then. Because we call this favorite thing egregiously overlooked. Yes. And that comes from where? Uh, Julie Andrews, of course. In? Who, uh, Victor Victoria. Victor Victoria. <laughs> who, 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 thank you, Rob. <laughs> We've like, talked about this like every episode for the last to, three I weeks. I just want to spoon feed. I just That's want to right. And feed. so she, she refused her domination because uh, the rest of her show and, and friends in the show were egregiously overlooked. And she used that statement and we use that statement to this day. What it really means is snubs. Yes. Snubs is what it means. Right. Yeah, Things that we, that we thought like, 
Oh, of course they're a shoe in And they were not a shoe in Now, we've been doing this together, what, three years? This is our, our fourth third year. This is oh our fourth anniversary. Oh, my God. Is it really? Is it? Mm-hmm. Our, fourth, our fourth year. Happy fourth anniversary, everybody. Oh, is is wow. it really? It must be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we started, what, 2016? We did Hamilton that year. Yeah. We did Dear Evan Hansen. Then we did... Band's, Band's visit last year. Oh my yeah. god! This is our fourth anniversary the together. First day that we did. Yeah. Wow! I want Good like memory. I didn't remember Alexander Cohen and Hildy Parks to do a show, like a fourth anniversary <laughs> tribute show for us, the way they used to in the eighties. Okay, great. Yep. Um, so happy fourth anniversary, happy guys! Fourth anniversary. They said it wouldn't last, um, but we call it snubs. Snubs. And I think in the four years that we've been doing this, we all woke up on Tuesday morning. Bright-eyed and bushy-tailed, going, oh, well, this will get nominated, and he'll get nominated. And then B.B. Newworth and Brandon Victor Dixon announced the nominations. First of all, get B.B. Newworth a cough drop. That poor thing kept coughing. And like, I, did you see that she she kept coughing and like trying to like cough upstage? I'm like, give her some water. It was early. It's allergy it's season. She's not yeah. up that early. Yeah. No, no. Like, let, like God bless. I know. So anyway, and uh, I like when he said Bernhard Hamilton. Oh my gosh! Which I'm like, I'll buy yeah. tickets to that. But it was such Truth. an upset that Gail King had to actually break from what she was doing and look at everyone and be like, "Are you just as surprised as I am?" But like, right? good on on BB and Brandon yeah. for like. Being very diplomatic that about awkward it. Question Such an awkward question. awkward question. And in this business, we, we don't throw people under the like, bus. What is she so we supposed don't do to that. say? Like, don't do that. We're trying to find our next job. Please. Yes. It's like, no, I thought it was a piece of shit. Yeah, well, really? You know? <laughs> Give me a water. Um, <laughs> so I think we were all surprised by so many things. But uh, for those of you who, mm. you, you should know this if you listen to us by this point, before the nominations comes out, Brian goes through and makes a predictions list of every single category, and your accuracy rate has always been quite oh, good. It's, and, it, yeah. And by predictions, I should say, that this is not just like he makes a list and throws it down there. I mean, we're talking, it's like, what's that website, 538, you know, like the, the political website? Oh, it, with it, analysis it is, yeah, and everything? It is yep. literally, you have, you have analytics, you, you have your percentages, you say what you think should be in there, what might not be. It's fantastic. Yeah. Who, who, uh, deplacement nominees, which mm-hmm. is, you know, mm-hmm. if they get, the, this will be the replacement if this other person does not get the nomination. Right. So I thought it was fabulous. Yeah, I, I love that. So, I'm gonna, Brian, what sure. surprised you the most? Oh my gosh. I mean, the big surprise, obviously, was To Kill a Mockingbird yes. not getting nominated yeah, for Best obviously. Play. And, I mean, you can we can talk about this a little more, all the politics behind it, but the fact that it got nominated for almost every other category it was eligible in, except for Best Play, where it was a front runner. Right. And usually if you're nominated for best play, it's you get all the other ones. So the yeah. fact that they yeah. did it in reverse, it feels a little like it a feels finger. Very, to very, very shady. Deliberate. And I mean including best score, where you know, plays we don't we don't often see a play get nominated for best score. Hello. That's Rob. It's oh Scott Rudin's on the line. <laughs> oh well, he's, he heard us talking he heard us and talking he's talking about yeah. him. Uh, and very quickly, just in terms of statistics, the Ferryman, which is nominated for mm-hmm. best play, it is. is tied with nominations with To Kill a Mockingbird and only one of them got the best play nomination. Now, that's right. kind of odd, right? Yes, I, wondered, I wondered in the past, Nine. I don't know these numbers, but I wonder how many times in the past this has ever happened where so, uh, a show got so many nominations but not the tight, the big one. So we'll, we've talked about this on our on our best play uh, podcast, but I love To Kill a Mockingbird. Oh, mm-hmm. so good. I thought it was fabulous. I thought the adaptation was fabulous. I, there is no reason not to give this a nomination. And to be honest with you, had it been nominated, I was like, oh, it's going to be between this and Ferryman. Right. I'm like, this is going to be the two. The hot... But I think it is the Scott Rudin issue. I'm I, 100%. I think it was, uh, for our listeners who are unaware, there were many, many productions of To Kill a Mockingbird that were happening across the world. Mm-hmm. And he said that's in violation 
of the rights that I have. And he closed all the productions of To Kill a Mockingbird at high schools and colleges. And said, you can and do my version. He says, and you can do my Basically, version eventually. Yeah. It, it, it very, and so it seems very political that the, the, the vote, the nominators were like, okay, Scott. So I don't think they were too, too pleased yeah. with, with, yeah. with that decision to stop theater all across the country. And, and, and the other thing, and, and this is hard to, it's, I'm not in the nominators' heads, obviously, but there is the, the awkward... Aaron Sorkin's Harper Lee's To Kill a Mockingbird, right? Where it's, it's oh. uh, how much of it has really changed? Really how point. much of it? Because we've talked about with best play, best play and best writing of a play are not two separate categories. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So and, is it the production or is it the fact that right. this yeah. really Aaron did, But he did adapt. I mean, it's And the adaptation changed. is wonderful. It is. It's a fabulous adaptation. Refocused that, Atticus Finch and all of that. Yeah. New yeah. scenes in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, so, so I think it's mostly a political issue, but that that is definitely a factor as yeah. well. So we think To Kill a Mockingbird is the biggest snub. I mean, yeah. when they, I was like, there must have been when they announced, I'm like, there must be a mistake. I'm like, maybe they didn't read something correctly yes. or something didn't pop up on the screen. But yes. nope, um, Roma Toria, New York one, she was shocked. She, she lost it. She she, she really just that, she really did. She lived for this day, as we said. I before. thought she was going to throw Frank Delella out a window. I wish oh. I had New York one. I wanted to watch it so bad. It was so no, good. The too. two of them were in shell oh. shock. Oh. Yeah, it was really good. The okay. time I wish I New York one. <laughs> well, next time we all, you know what we should do next time? Is all, all come together. over in the morning and watch it together. You idea. have a date, my friend. It I was like so it. exciting. Okay, so we say that, my, what about Network not getting a Best Play nomination? That wasn't surprising to me. Yeah, that one does. I didn't have it in my prediction to get nominated. Mm. Um, okay. It wasn't even in my, my displacer list for a possible nomination oh, for, well. for play. Yeah. Specifically, yeah. because truthfully, aside from the staging of it, the play itself, the adaptation was kind of thin, and other than Brian's performance, which is incredible, uh, it, there's not a whole lot happening. It was kind of boring, to be perfectly honest. I had many yes. issues. Yeah, I mean, I've, I'm being very issues. nice. I really, like, honestly didn't care for it at mm-hmm. all, to the point where if there had been an intermission, I probably wouldn't have come back. Mm. But, um, it, yeah, I didn't think it was going to get a nomination anyway. Okay, so that didn't surprise no, you no, as no. much. Okay, so then, performances. Well, what about... Your friend and we, well, I mean, that you were beyond upset as we were we all because I think we all expected George Salazar. That's exactly right to get a nomination. He's one of the most talked about performances from that show, at least. And it, yes, yes, it's we can talk about whether you, or not the show is well, as right. popular as what it is. But listen, you can say what you want about the show because there's lots of people that have very, very different opinions mm-hmm. on the show. But my feeling was. This performance, I thought, was so strong. He has the breakout song of the show. So much show. heart mm-hmm. in him. He has so much heart in yes. him. He's, I mean, I know you're not supposed to take into account, like, what's the, the surrounding situation right. of, a, of a nominated performance. Yes. But I think this guy goes above and beyond the call of duty. And he was, his performance alone was very instrumental in getting this show from a theater in New Jersey where it got horrible reviews all the way right. to the journey that it's had on Broadway. And I think you can't discount him for that. Absolutely. My, I, I predicted him to be nominated. Yes, you did. Yeah, yeah I think, yeah. Yeah, you did. The only re- He's not on my snub list. It, only because that category is so packed this year. That featured actor in a musical category. There are people that I thought were not going to get nominated that were going to get nominated that didn't who, as well. Like who else was Fred on that? Reg Rogers from Tootsie. Oh, um, okay. as the as the director. Yeah, and actually, also uh, John Bellman from Tootsie. I'll have to go back through my. Was he the list. so the, the, the reality actor? Oh my god, he was so good. This so guy, funny. yeah. Um, uh, Patrick Vale for Oklahoma as Judd Fry. I mean, there were that was a great performance. There are several performers who didn't get nominated, and so it's. 
it's not that he didn't deserve to be nominated. It's just that I think there were so many people someone was going to get left right. out. And as we see so often with the Tony Awards, if a show is not loved, the tendency is to not get any nominations rather than just the few that it deserves. Yes, so right. I'm not surprised, but he is giving a very strong performance in the show. Yeah, and, sure. I, and I think this is just a nice catapult for other things to come. And he this will do totally. A most, cherry most on top definitely. of a Sunday, but you still have the Sunday. In addition, oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, I was going to throw out one that. Uh, oh yeah. That I'm sure we all probably agree on that most people are talking about. But head over heels. Uh, oh, uh, where Bonnie is Bonnie Milligan? Milligan? Now, she was one of the most talked about performances. She was so. She's on my list for sure. Splendid in that. I mean, I just can't believe. And maybe it's because the show closed. You know, there's that notion that if the show closed early. Yeah. But then Carly Carmelo got you know nominated for Lestat. I mean, hello. Yeah, I mean, there but, was a. Yeah, I mean that closed. Lestat closed obviously later in the spring, so it didn't. True. It close true. To the nominations, but with Bonnie Milligan, I had all but sort of given up on Head Over Heels getting attention because I loved it personally, but it closed so long ago. Yeah. But then Drama League nominations come, came out and Drama Desk nominations and Outer Critics Circle nominations and she got nominations at all of those. Yes. And I was like, they're going to remember her. Yes. I'm so excited. And then she didn't get the nomination. I was very upset that she didn't get a nomination. I'm, yeah. And I'm with you. I really liked Head Over Heels. I thought it was so funny. I th I am so sick and tired of people going into jukebox mus musicals and being like, it's not this. It's not that. What are you fucking expecting? It's a, it's, it's, it's a celebration of popular music. Music. Like, what are you expecting? Like, the Diary of Anne well, Frank? Well, now we have so many like, different kinds. Like, whose life is it anyway? We have different kinds of jukebox musicals now, too, because they, they didn't just th say, here's the greatest hits of the Go-Go's, but they really, I, I was not expecting the verse. I was not expecting the right. the production that they made out of it. So I, I like that idea that you're reinventing it. Yes. And they tried to celebrate all these different groups yes. that don't get 100%. recognition Themes that we do not theater. talk enough about on and Broadway. And I thought they did it successfully. This, this is the difference to me. Like, I understand going into a jukebox musical and having it be nothing more than a jukebox musical and saying, eh, this is not my thing. Cause, sure. Because if it doesn't add anything theatrically, why are you doing it? Right. Yeah. But Head Over Heels did. Most definitely. It, it was a special show, I thought, and maybe it wasn't high art, but it was... Really, uh, the message was really important, and the talent was incredible. Yeah, I I'm really really disappointed that it was overlooked in several categories. I I agree wholeheartedly, and I think Bonnie costumes, uh, costumes, costumes and choreography. I'm sorry, yeah, the costumes well, too, particular. guys. Spencer yeah. lifted the choreo. On Spencer that, right? lifted yes, the choreo. God, that... I'm I would have given him the win, let alone a nomination. Oh my oh. god! So I'm yeah. I'm a little upset about yeah. that. Yeah. You know, it was so funny. A friend of mine was, I was complaining to a friend of mine about Bonnie not getting nominated. And he said, well, you know, it's really, you really can't do anything about it because, you know, the, the Tony Awards have to vote for people that in shows that are still currently running. And I'm like, do no, they? you no, they, they no, they don't. It's supposed to celebrate excellence in the season. Where's that right? rule? In the season. And even if a show has closed, the feeling is, is well, we want to give it to a, to a show that's running and that'll help boost ticket sales. Which it doesn't. It doesn't. Best musical. It doesn't. Except yes, best that's the musical. Only one. That's the, uh, Get in best doesn't. play. I guarantee you, if the ferryman wins best play, you're not going to see a you're spike not in see sales. A spike in no. sales. No. You're not. Nope. You, you're going to see it for the musical, whatever right. that is. Okay. Yeah. So, okay. So, Bonnie and George. Well, well, there was a tour of the ferryman going out, which surprised true. me. That is true. I, I, you know, for promoters and stuff, just to throw that yeah, out there. Oh, no, absolutely. So musicals, absolutely. I think they want it to promote it in Oklahoma City so that, oh, it won best Tony. So, I get that. a little right, bit. Right. Anyway, sorry. No, no, no. I, I totally understand that. Also, in the musical category, surprised not to get a nomination, I thought, because I thought she was hysterical, Leslie Kritzer in Beetlejuice. Absolutely. It was one of the funniest comic performances I've seen this season. Absolutely. I actually was She's a little special. 
um, disappointed with that featured actress in a musical category in general. I, I thought that some of the people who as we flip through as we flip through our pages. <laughs> so once again, in that it's uh, uh, yep. Lily Cooper for Tootsie, Amber Gray for Hades Town, uh, Sarah Styles for Tootsie, who I loved, Ali St- uh, Stroker for Hack- Oklahoma, and Mary Testa for Oklahoma. And that's not to say that it's a bad category. I think that it's obviously all of those people are fantastic. Right. To me, as much as I love Mary Testa you don't need to nominate Aunt Eller, and I would have nominated uh, um, either um, Bonnie Milligan or Leslie Kritzer in that spot, because I think what they're both doing, or what they both did uh, in their shows, uh, they elevated the material to a point where you leave the theater remembering that performance. Okay. I did when I watched Oklahoma though, I will say when I, I, she, Aunt Eller is so present that yeah. it really feels like she, you're seeing it through kind of her eyes a little Fair. bit. They, I feel like they directed they it that way. So I walked away thinking, man, they're really pushing her. I mean like she's yeah. really, just, I was surprised. And it's Mary Testa who the industry I think loves her and wants to recognize her. I mean, I her. love her and I'm glad she's Same. nominated. Yeah. I just, I, I think Bonnie's performance and Leslie's performance were just so Funny. Featured categories yeah, are so hard because best actor, best actress, there's only a couple in each show, but featured, you've got like oh, you know, sure, sure, sure. so many to I pick know. from, yeah. you know, so it's so much and, harder. Yeah. And Tootsie is chock full of them. Tons. Yeah. Just featured yeah. performance and great that are just, performances that are, do, yeah. are doing so, so well. Totally. Um, okay, great, great, great. And then, um, oh, I was surprised he didn't get a nomination for best supporting actor in a musical. Jared Spector I'm, for the share show. You and I are on the same page, Rob. <laughs> I thought he was fabulous. Yeah, and that's that's another category. These are the two categories where I, actually more so featured actor in a musical, where I was sort of disappointed. I We got two nominations in that category from Ain't Too Proud. And I don't think either of them should have been nominated, frankly. I think they were both good. And I, I'm happy that Jeremy Pope got nominated Double Twice. A. Double yes. A, yeah. My goodness. Um, I'm happier for him in the best play, best actor in a play Me category. Me too. Me too. But um, I just, I, I don't know. I thought that every, and, and to be fair, my inaccuracy with my nominations this year was heavily attributed to Ain't Too Proud. Um, I expected it to get maybe three or four nominations and it got like, what, 10 or something yeah, like yeah, that. And yeah. I, I didn't really enjoy the show. I thought it was not great. Uh, and... Those performers, I thought, were fine, but I think that uh, Reg Rogers in in Tootsie, and as you said, Jared Spector in the Share Show, those are performances I walked away from those shows thinking, "God, they're so good." Yeah, yeah, they're I was so good. And Jared Spector is more ripped than Sonny Bono would have been, but I'm okay yeah. with that. <laughs> yeah, I was okay. I wasn't. <laughs> he took his shirt off at one point. And I'm like. Really? Sonny Bono was not... No. Sonny Bono did not have a There's a Broadway actor there. That's a Broadway actor <laughs> yes. for you. The Broadway it was, body. It was like when they did the hair revival years ago and they all got naked and everyone was like toned and like waxed. And You're I'm like, like yeah. really? I don't think this is the point of the show, guys. Yeah, this doesn't really feel waxed. accurate. <laughs> I was like, I was like, totally. I don't know, it looks very waxed up there. <laughs> wow. Uh, but that's okay. Okay, so those were the ones for me in terms of musical performances. That I have I was one like, other oh, one. Yeah, yeah, Just because I, I in Oklahoma, I thought Rebecca, Rebecca Naomi Jones was so lovely in that. Oh, and yeah. I thought that okay. she... I enjoyed her Lori and I thought that the the fire that she had I whether or not I <laughs> towards the end I was so I was so I didn't know how the show was going to end right and so I was really rocked by it um and but her aggression at the end and and her passion I was really I, I was expecting a little bit more that, that perhaps she might get nominated I I had predicted her to get nominated because of sort of the well the the Oklahoma mm-hmm. love 
But um, to be perfectly honest with you, and I am someone who loves Rebecca Naomi Jones. Every time I've seen her in something, I am a huge fan. What else has she been in? She, I mean, mostly off-Broadway stuff, but she on Broadway, she was an American Idiot. Oh, yeah, okay. Um, and she did that show. Oh, God, why can't I remember the name of it right now? Four-person show. Um, Gl- Glory Days. Off-Broadway. Um, Ordinary Days. No. Oh, my Glory gosh. I can't days. believe I'm having such a senior citizen moment right now. <laughs> okay. We've been doing it for four years. It's okay. Um, yeah, I'll look it up and, and come back to it. But the point is, she's. I love watching her belt her face off because she, she can. And I walked away from Oklahoma thinking... This is not the right part for you vocally. That 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 may be why uh, actually that it, it, there was no the score is not, not for there. you. You're you're right. I, I do hear you there. Now the Oklahoma. Uh, I've not seen Passing two- Strange. No. Oh, she no. wasn't Passing Strange, but yes. that's not what I was thinking of. And she was great in that, by the way. Yeah. Oklahoma is the one musical I have not seen this season. I've seen everything else this season, mm. and this is the one I've missed. So I'm going to go see it before the Tonys. Murder Ballad. Murder Ballad. Thank murder you. I was going to say Murder Something. Yeah, Karen yeah. Olivo was in it with her. Uh-huh. Yeah. It was that weird. Yeah. It was why. Yeah. Uh, John Elson Conley. Yes. And it was. Yeah. yeah. It was. It was a very interesting show, and she sounded incredible. So she's also egregiously overlooked. Um, um. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I have a few performances from musicals as well. Oh, who else? Um, Let's see. We talked about that. We talked about that. Uh, Sophie Ann Caruso for Beetlejuice. I I thought in the leading category, I wasn't, I didn't think the leading category, leading actress in a musical was particularly strong this year. No. And I thought that she could have gotten in because to me, she felt like the heart of the show and the fact that she's so young and able to carry that show. Full disclosure, she's my client. I've oh, been, yeah? I coached her since she was 12. I didn't know that. Uh, and uh, she's, even then, she's, she's, she's a star. I mean, she's she was, phenomenal. She was in the Lazarus, David Bowie musical. She's very yeah, unique. And she's a, yeah, in a good she, way. That's a yeah, good She business. was a teen, I mean, she's not as a teenager now, but she was, even when she's young, she was, always did her own thing, always knew exactly what she wanted. And this role came along and it was like the perfect role for someone like her. Yeah. But so I, I agree with you. She was, uh, she's in another category. I later in this, later in the episode. But, Great. Oh, good. Um, okay. Cool. She's, she's yeah. special. Yeah. Who yeah. else? Anybody else on your list? Um, not from <clears throat> musicals, okay. not from performers in musicals. I have some like, uh, plays music well yeah. play performances and I also have some musical uh, creative team Ooh, 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 ooh. I didn't do any of those wow um, so we talked about uh, for me for Head Over Heels specifically Ariane Phillips who did the costumes mm-hmm. yes fabulous yes, costumes definitely the costumes and also Spencer Lift who did the choreography I yes. thought that those things were among the best of the season Agreed. let alone like I, I would have given choreography the win that's great um, for the share show I also think Christopher Gatelli could have gotten a choreography nomination. Yeah, Choreo and Cher show is fabulous. I, I really liked the choreography, especially for that dark lady number. I yeah. think it's just so really like haunting and beautiful. Um, so that I would have given him. Question. Yes. I did not see Choir Boy. 
How much dancing was in Choir Boy? Not that much. I mean, there's a whole step section, but like, I was shocked that it got nominated. That's my sort of, I'm amazed by that a little bit. There's a very powerful choreographic moment in it, but I don't remember any of, when they're sending the boy away. Right. That's that's the only thing I remember choreography. I wasn't surprised last year when Harry Potter got a choreography nomination. Mm -hmm. Uh Because that, Really is a choreographed. Everything yeah. is very choreographed. Musical staging, yeah. 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 Choir boy, I didn't feel like I didn't see that coming. Gotcha. To me, it mm-hmm. just seemed like a, oh, we're gonna bring in somebody to stage this little section yeah. really quick just to make it seem authentic. And she, it's great. It's, yeah. it's beautifully done. But I, I am surprised it got yeah. the nominating yeah. committee's attention. So then Chris Cotelli could have been in there. Yeah. I, yeah. yeah. Um, and then also for. Um, Oh, I said for Head Over Heels too. I forgot uh, Jeff Whitty and, and James Magruder for the book. I think the book of Head Very Over Heels got nominated. Very original. Very original. And then Peter Mumford for the King Kong Lighting. King Kong got all kinds of nominations. Who's on there? They're on the. Uh, Is it? Oh for yeah. Lighting. Oh yeah. Yeah. Best lighting design uh, of a I, musical. Yeah. Maybe I. Yeah, Peter Mumford. Okay, cool. We'll talk That's about that fabulous. When we do the other episode, yeah, I cool, must have, I have many thoughts about that. Mistyped then, because I was like, how did it get in for costume? Oh, you. It didn't get in for costumes. That's what I'm... Yeah, 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 yeah. Which you, it shouldn't have. You were crying so hard because Head Over Heels got nothing. Your tears blurred your vision. <laughs> now I'm wondering if I mistyped something and I'm missing something else that I wanted to add. I will look over that as we talk about other things. Best Supporting <laughs> Actress in a Musical, I forgot what I wanted to mention. Stephanie Sue in Be More Chill. Yes. I, I, Ke- Ke- me? Kevin and the, I are on the, that page. Brian has turned the page. Guys, the floor. audience, actually, thank board. you. I forgot. I totally forgot. The minute that woman walked out on stage, the audience, I think, around me hated me because I could not stop giggling. We went to see Be More Chill, right? Oh, my right? goodness, Rob, you're right. And I looked at Kevin beforehand and I said, <laughs> I said, Kevin, I said, this is going to be something. I said, because these kids are going to be yelling and screaming. Oh, man, they were. At full volume. <laughs> And I said, and making such a disruption. <laughs> guess guess who made the disruption? The kids were sitting there so respectful, like adults. And this one over here was, was like, wreck. was she peeing was in his pants, me. laughing, oh rocking God, in the seat. so weird and funny. I loved her performance. Someone at intermission <laughs> said, can you please control your child, sir? No, I, got, I even got like the turnaround. Someone in front of us yes. turned around and looked. Some 15-year-old yeah. kid turned around wearing his no, squib shirt. Thank you for remembering. <laughs> was very angry at you. No, I really thank you for remembering her because yeah, she really I loved, was special. I thought she was I thought fabulous. She was lovely, right. I really liked her. Yep. Um, okay, going into plays, some people that I was surprised um, didn't get nominations. Yeah. Uh, I was very surprised that Daniel Radcliffe didn't get one for Lifespan of Effect. Uh, I yes. really liked his performance. <sighs> He's never gotten one, too. Never. And poor thing. And the thing is, wait, again, wait for a play? Ne- never, for any of them. Never nominated like, for any of his Broadway like performances. Equus, uh, uh, the How to Succeed. Uh, what was the third one? The Cripple uh, of Inishman. Thank you. Really? Yeah. None of them. No, he never gets recognized. He's yeah. such a great stage actor. He really he is. is. But Maybe you know in, the, in the plays. It's, but this is another one of those things, again, kind of like I was saying with George Salazar, where, and especially in this category, actor in a play this year was loaded. Oh, there were people that... Like Tracy Letts didn't show up on that John list. John Lithgow didn't get it. John I mean, like, Lithgow, Johnny Lee Miller, Nathan Lane. Nathan yeah. Lane. Like, this is a, this is a stacked. That's the most stacked category this year for sure. Yeah. And so I'm not surprised oh, yeah. Yeah. that Daniel or Bobby Cannavale didn't get yeah, in. He was good in. too. Yeah. Um, I wasn't surprised. I, I would have been happy with either of them getting a nomination because I think they deserved it. But um, that category was tough. In that same category, I would say Johnny Lee Miller. Where was? was jo- how does how? completely how? snubbed? I'm not. I don't want to sound horrible. I was very surprised that all the attention in the reviews and the press went to Bertie Carvel as Rupert Murdoch, 
and like Johnny Lee Miller was like kind of shut aside. If you've seen the play, it's Johnny Lee Miller's play, right, and Bertie Carvel shows up for a couple Bertie's of scenes. Like Bertie, and, he comes and I'm and so sorry, it's not. It's it's fine. It's competent. Yeah, but, I, I mean, I really liked Bertie. I'm not gonna lie, but okay, but. Johnny Lee Miller is the performance that you walk away from that show He's going, fabulous. holy crap. I thought it was going to, I, the way they promote it and everything, you think it's all about Birdie, and yeah. I was just completely blown away. To the point where, when I walked out of that show, I said, this is the person who could steal the Tony from Brian Cranston. <laughs> oh, wow. Like, that is how much I liked his mm-hmm. performance. Yeah. And, and apparently no one else agreed. Question <laughs> is, do you think there's a notion on with the with the Tony voters that because it came from a not-for-profit regional theater on Broadway, that they sort of, they don't look at them as, as intently as they look at the commercial but, runs? But Choir Boy is, is in that same world because uh, Choir yeah, Boy yeah. came yeah. from yeah. Manhattan. No, you're right. The, the, difference, right. the big difference there is also that this was imported <clears throat> from London Yes, through a New York... Like th- uh, a theater company, yeah, meant to, uh, MTC, which is weird. It's always weird to me when these these companies bring in productions that already exist somewhere else. Well, I think it's because maybe we won't. If they they would never survive a commercial run, I wonder. Sometimes it has to be subsidized theater. Yeah, sometimes. I guess. I mean, like you look at mm. something like Enron, which came and obviously did not succeed on Broadway. I like at Enron, all, but it still managed to come over, right? Um, I yeah, but a, a failed I, commercial run. You makes you wonder what if Enron was done by. MTC. MTC, what it is. You know what I mean? mean, Enron was... A limited run, subscriber-based. You know, it guarantees people are going to be in those seats. Did you say it bothers you when they do that? No, 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 I'm saying... I'm wondering if that is the difference. Oh, they held that. Because, like, you said Choir Boy. Yeah. And the difference between Choir Boy and Inc., same same theater company, but one is a transfer from London, one was an off-Broadway production from a few years ago that moved to Broadway. Interesting. Interesting. Um... Also, she was she was not on the list um, for best actress in a play. Glenda Jackson for King Lear. A lot of people talking about that one. Shrug. I didn't put her on my snub list because I didn't see King Lear. <laughs> I saw King Lear. I so full, I full disclosure. It's the only thing that's open right now that I didn't see. I chose not to see it because honestly, the word of mouth around town is not very good, and I wanted to wait to see how many nominations it got. And sure. it, I thought if it gets a lot of things, I'll go and see it before the Tonys. Ruth Wilson's the only nomination for that show. I'm not going. Ruth, will, I will say she's fabulous. And I hear she's great. She's fabulous. But she's not going to win. Uh, no, I don't think so. But so she I'm is, not going to go. She is fabulous. <laughs> um, I, and yeah, uh, so, oh, no, so you know who I was surprised? This might be kind of weird. There were two supporting actors this year that I was like, I think they should get nominations. And they didn't get nominations. Uh, one was Eugene Lee for American Son. Did you, anyone see American I Son? I did see American Son. I was not the biggest fan of the play. Same. Um, but the, there was a supporting actor named Eugene Lee mm-hmm. who had a 10-minute scene with Carrie Washington. Mm-hmm. To me, that I was like, that's a play. Like, that well, scene to me, I'm like, that should have been the play. That's You're absolutely right. That should have been the play. The problem with his performance was amazing, but the problem was that the way they wrote that character in context of the play that we were seeing, it just... it was like too little too late. Yeah, it I get it. It felt like it just was trying to scratch like at yeah. something that wasn't there. Um, it felt kind of inauthentic to me. I I totally understand what yeah. you're saying. I totally understand what you're saying. I was a little disappointed not to see him get a nomination. Yeah, totally. But I understand why. And also, a former guest of ours that I thought did a really great job in this play, um, Choir Boy's Austin Pendleton. I yeah. liked his performance. Legendary Austin I really Pendleton. liked his performance. I thought it was... totally. 
And nice it's to good. see him back on Broadway again, too. Yeah. Um, and then going back to leading actress for a second, Joan Allen in the Waverly, not leading actress, but maybe a supporting actress, Joan Allen in the Waverly Gallery, people were surprised mm-hmm. she wasn't on that list. People were surprised. I did. I had her on my like displacer list. She mm-hmm. wasn't one of my five original picks. Yeah. I'm Again, I feel like these categories this year, there's so many people eligible. I wasn't shocked that she was left off. I... There are other people that I'm more shocked were left off. Like? Um, or not necessarily more shocked, but more disappointed. Mm-hmm. So I'm thrilled beyond belief that Celia Keenan-Bolger got a nomination for To Kill a Mockingbird. Yes. I really wanted Latanya Richardson-Jackson to get a nomination for that show as well. Mm. She was fabulous. I thought she, small part, but impactful. Yeah. Really impactful. Um, and for our listeners, she plays... Uh, uh, um, oh my gosh! Why am I Calpurnia. Having... Calpurnia. Thank you. I was like, why am I having the such a problem? Ma- right. The 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 maid of yes. the yeah. family. Um, similarly, I know that the Ferryman is an ensemble show, so it's sort of hard to pick out individual people. If you say one of those babies, no, uh, the goose. I saw great the babies. Goose. The goose. The goose. No, <laughs> I saw great baby acting. Um, no, I really wanted Justin Edwards to get nominated. He's the one who played. Um, uh, Wow, I'm really struggling today. No, no, no. The the giant yeah. guy. What's his face? Um, the, I don't remember his name, the, but yeah, the, the one from England, the the Brit. Yeah, the Brit. Yes, um, he was fantastic. Well, I saw Tom, Shuler Tom Kettle. Oh yeah. my gosh, why yeah. I'm really struggling. Well, in uh, your defense, the Fairman has like 35 characters. <laughs> yeah, I thought his True. performance as Tom Kettle was so moving, and the scene where he proposes. It's, yes. just, it's so oh. sweet and heartbreaking. Um, I wanted him to get nominated, and then I thought. Um, Again, leading actor in a play, super stacked. I didn't expect this person to get nominated, but I would have nominated Michael Yuri for Torch Song. Mm, I mm. I really thought he gave a great performance in it. But good, he's a I, good. It was so long ago, I, I didn't expect it. Some of those, the, Same the thing, early boys ones, in the band too. Yeah, yeah, they're good performances. Yeah. In boys in the band, Mercedes Rule from Torch Song didn't get a nomination. Oh yeah, um, Nathan Lane. Did people were people surprised by this? Mm, I wasn't. No, me neither. I wasn't. I think he's so talented. Mm-hmm. I was not surprised. I was very surprised by a lot of the love Gary, Gary. was shown. Yeah, I wasn't expecting a lot of Gary nominations. Yeah, and it same got here. More than I expected. Yeah. And I liked the play. I actually have you seen it? Yeah, I saw it like two days after you. Oh yeah, I actually I enjoyed it. I thought there was more positive than negative. Yeah, my, I saw it so early in previews, and apparently they've changed quite a bit of it. Oh. So it's hard for me to really have a fair assessment of what it looks like now. Yeah. My my kind of takeaway from that show was it's interesting and sort of weird, but like not the most dynamic play. Yeah. But they might have changed a lot of it. And I thought Julie White was fantastic. I thought Kristen Nielsen was fantastic. With like five days of rehearsal. With, oh. I, I mean, she's incredible. Yeah. Um, but Nathan Lane, again, because actor in a play was so stacked, that was not a role that I really... And he just won last year. Yes. He won last so year. So I, I, wasn't, I yeah. wasn't really surprised. Yeah. Fair. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. That, that's my big egregiously overlooked list. Who are we forgetting? What are we forgetting? The only other person I have that we haven't talked about already is a cre- on the creative side. Um, for director of a play, I thought uh, Lila Neugebauer for the Waverly Gallery. Oh, yeah. Mm. I'm a... a I would like to see the Tony nominated committee recognize a woman. Amen. Yeah, that would be category. nice. That, that would be nice. Someone who's not named Rachel Chapkin. Um, and I thought that the Waverly Gallery was a really moving, beautiful, charming production. Yeah, me too. And there were directors nominated who I thought did 
fine work, but work that isn't necessarily I yes. need of a nomination. The directors of a play are Rupert Gould for Inc., Sam Mendes for The Ferryman, Bartlett Shear for To Kill a Mockingbird, Ivo von Hova for Network, and George C. Wolfe for Gary, a sequel to Titus Andronicus. Yep. There are two names I would take off this list and be happy. Ivo and George? I'm not saying I'm who. going to say them. Ivo <laughs> and George, because I think that Network, if 30% of the audience can't see what's going on in your show, that's... Not directed well. I'm gonna be, I will even take one of them off the list. I'll keep, I'll keep George C. Wolf on for Gary. Yeah, I mean, George uh, George was... Uh, yeah, I had I, so many problems with Network. Network was horrible. And I try to be <laughs> as positive as can be. Yeah. I was so angry. I was so angry watching that show. Yep. So angry watching that show for many ni- 90 million different reasons. Uh, but that's it. Okay, great. Great, great, great. Egregiously overlooked. Uh, anyone else that we're forgetting? That's it. I don't think so. Okay. Well, the, these lovely folks can go join the Julie Andrews camp. But you know what's really cool? I think this is probably the longest episode of Egregiously Overlooked we've done, which means there is so much good work happening true. this season. Very true. That it, we, do, we do have this Excellent ability. Because you could have taken like five people that were not nominated for Best Leading Actor in a Play and give them their own category. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know right. what I mean? Oh, no, it, you're exactly. Yeah. Best a, second leading actor in a play. Exactly. <laughs> yes, it's, totally. a wealth, it's a wealth, wealth of riches this season, especially for plays. Indeed. And listeners, yeah. are, we, are we missing anybody? Tell us. Tell us your ideas, too. Like, who, who have we missed? Yeah, who, we you, li- who are your listening. ideas? Yes, yeah. All right. <gasps> Do you know who we didn't talk about? Who? That sorry, I this I just want to mention this really quickly. Not someone who was snubbed, but someone who got a nomination who was snubbed in a previous year. Gideon Glick. Gideon Glick. Yep. I know you're Gideon gonna be so Redemption. excited about this, Rob. Redemption. <laughs> when I Very saw good point. when I saw his name, I'm like <laughs> Thank there it God. is. <laughs> I think this goes to something. I was looking at the nominee, the nominators for the Tony Award Committee, right? There's oh. 48 nominators. I really don't see anybody on there that's under the age of 40. Mm-hmm. Like I was looking at the list and oh. please correct me. I don't want to make this about age, but I think that's what fucked significant other a few seasons ago, which was, it was a place specifically geared to a younger demographic. Younger audience, yeah. And I think when we hear things like be more chill, not getting a nomination or head over heels or Gideon, not getting it or Ethan Slater, not getting it for SpongeBob. I don't even want to talk. He's he's Ethan Slater will always be on my egregiously overlooked winners list because yeah. he should have won for best actor last year. Yeah, he should have. Um, but I think that's a problem because I think there's a younger demographic that's not being represented. And my fear, but you know what? Fuck it. Something like Be More Chill, it doesn't matter if they got 20 Tony nominations or no Tony nominations. Their audience is still going to love it, and that's their the audience thing. is still going to see it, and that's fabulous, and that's exactly what the power of the audience should be. That being said, be. I'm under 40, and if anyone wants to put me on the nominating committee, I right. volunteer. You hear that, folks? Brian right here. Hopgood. I don't see any podcasting list on here, so, so know, that's oh, So let's see if we can get the three of us well, to be you're nominated. Right, yes. are. This is all, all right? I mean, and no, and, no, and no offense. Anne Harada might be the only one that's like... Anne Harada's the youngest yeah. one. Katori Hall, but Moy, yeah. Wow. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's, no, it's, you're exactly right. I think there needs to be more yes. diversity in age. Just like Congress. On Come on. Committee. Just like in, let's Hello. put Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez on the Tony nominating committee. She would love it. She'd totally She'd do be it. there. <laughs> you know who they should put on the Tony nominating committee? They should put Hillary, Hillary Clinton. Clinton. I, knew ah, you were say, I totally knew you were going to say She sees every, every She's seen more shows than I have this season. I'm telling you. <laughs> my, my, my friend, God. My friend Casey Graham made a funny joke on Facebook. It was a picture of her with the Temptations at Ain't Too Proud. And he said she needs one more show and she gets the legacy robe. 
It's true. She's at the theater all the time. Like, hey, at least she'll win something. Let's go. I went, oh. Yeah. oh go. Too soon? Okay. It's always going to be too soon. <laughs> it's always. All right. Let us know who oh, we forgot. Thanks, right. Brian. Till next time. Bye, everyone. <laughs> Raindrops on roses and whiskers on kittens. Bright copper kettles and warm woolen mittens. Brown paper packages tied up with strings. These are a few of my favorite things. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theater Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theater professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the RISE Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. It's lunchtime at Tim Hortons, and we're serving up a special deal just for you. Our new $5.99 lunch deal includes your choice of any lunch sandwich and a side of crunchy kettle chips. Because what's lunch without a little crunch? And the sandwich choice is all yours. Like a ham and Swiss, Chipotle chicken wrap, BLT, and more. Made to order just the way you like it. Tim Hortons new lunch deal. Simple, delicious, and just $5.99. Now that's a good deal. Only at your neighborhood Tim's. U.S. only. Price and participation vary. Terms apply.